and Allah Ta'ala opening out things in front of Nabi Sallallahu Alaihi Wasallam Nabi Sallallahu Alaihi Wasallam made many many prophecies foretold many things that will happen and it will happen exactly as he has mentioned one of the things that Nabi Sallallahu Alaihi Wasallam foretold was that a time will come when the nations of the world will call upon one another to attack you like people who are sitting to eat, call upon one another, invite one another, that you come and have your share also. You come and join in as well. So just as people call one another, invite them to come and share a meal, to sit together and eat, likewise the nations of the world will call upon one another to come and eat you up. So this was something extremely surprising for the Sahaba Ikram, that this, well, this can this happen and the reason for this would probably be that then the Muslims at that time would get left in very small number. So this is the question they asked. I mean, Would we be very small in number at that time? Nabi Islam said, no, you won't be in small number. You'll be in very big numbers. Meaning the Muslims at that time, they will be in very big numbers. So despite such big numbers, how can this happen then? How can such uh, people have such audacity that they will call upon one another? to come and eat up, so to say, the Ummah. So Nabi Islam said that you would be in big numbers, but you would be like the, the dirt that floats on top of the flood waters. Meaning it's sometime in such abundance that it will form whole, whole mountains. But it's worth nothing. It just gets swept away with the slightest bit of water that runs past. The issue is that how can this become or why will this become the situation? And the reason Nabi Islam then himself explained that this is due to this weakness and wahan that Allah Ta'ala will put into the hearts as a result of some problem that you have created. And the problem that you have created is there's two things. dunya wa The love of the world and the dislike of the akhirat. Karayatul maut, death, and what will then come after it? That you don't want to have anything, no inclination towards akhirat, and the love of the world has now totally captured you. This we can understand very clearly from this hadith sharif, that the love of dunya creates a weakness in the heart. One. And when the heart is weak, anything weak cannot withstand anything. A person who is strong, he can take some whatever, something is attacking him, some force that is coming against him, he can withstand it. Weak person just gets dropped over. He can't take anything. Likewise, the weak heart, heart that is weak, now anything comes, anything attacks that heart, and it's swept away. Any temptation, any desire, any, because the heart is weak. And the weakness comes as a result of this love of dunya. To the extent of this love of dunya, to that extent, all the diseases now will set in because the heart gets weaker to the extent of the love of dunya. And when the weak heart, like a weak body, can't withstand any little bit of some flu or something comes to it, becomes a very serious thing. 
because of the weakness. So the issue is this love of dunya. And sometimes we take it for granted that this is something probably affects only those people who got a lot of wealth. I can't be the one that's affected by this. But what lurks in the heart sometimes is very different. It's not only confined to any specific level of people in society. It can affect anyone and everyone. And sometimes can affect a person who has less or more. The issue is that whatever a person Allah Ta'ala has blessed him with, he's using it, it's in his hands, it's something that he's making use of it to that extent, making shukr of Allah Ta'ala, alhamdulillah, that's a ni'mat, provided it's within the limits of shariat and deen. But where a person keeps focusing his heart towards it, whether he has it or doesn't have it, he becomes overly impressed with it. He is always admiring the dunya in a way that this is something I should have had. Or how can I have more of what I've already got also? And in the sense that this becomes his focus of life. This becomes a thing that becomes his dream. Then this is a very dangerous situation because there's no end to it. And one thing then leads to another and then it must come whether it comes correctly or it comes incorrectly. And it can't come, then there's it all the time that misery in the heart but that will affect a person's deen. And especially in the line of the khidmat of deen, that a person now wants to serve deen, and if this becomes his primary focus, everything else is there, but this is of high on the agenda, then it is very difficult that a person will be able to sincerely dedicate himself towards the service of deen. Otherwise, Allah forbid, even in that service of deen, dunya will come in. The service of deen too, he will be looking at how to enhance his dunya. And then this is a very dangerous level. This is, Allah forbid, selling deen for dunya. Allah ta'ala protect us and save us.